I got homies in the grave. I got brothers. Good morning, good afternoon, and good evening. Welcome to another episode of the Shoot Your Shot podcast. I am your host, C. Diddy, a.k.a. Kyrie Curving, a.k.a. Diddy Hendrix, a.k.a. Diddy Escobar. And to my left, I have the illustrious. The illustrious. I love it. Hey, y'all, it's your girl, Alex, a.k.a. Allie Nicole, a.k.a. your favorite little shit soccer, a.k.a. that little baby who's back on her bullshit. Whew. We're gonna touch on that. Yeah, and, we are. And we do have, we do have a guest with us this week. Um, burr, burr, burr. <laughs> you wanna introduce yourself? What's going on? This is Mansa Abdul Malik. Y'all may know me as Tim, aka the Juice Man, aka my AKA is not as good as theirs. So that's my only AKA. <laughs> the Juice Man was solid. The Juice yeah, Man was you, solid. You cliche, but I, if you understand what Tim does straight up. what Mansa does, like Juice Man is solid. Yeah, Juice Man is solid. Speaking of which, perfect segue. Say that again. Perfect segue. Yeah, yeah, facts. facts. Yeah, so, so, so again, facts. you can't just be any old body and come up here. Because, like, you know what I'm saying? Like, We don't like y'all niggas. Not for real. Not all the time. <laughs> like, not, not all the time. Like, 50-50. But if you out here doing shit in the community, y'all here making moves. Like, we had my boy Jockin' Around be on there. He's making moves. We had, you know, if you make a move, you're doing something, and you add to the discussion, come on up. I'm, again, I'm sliding to some of y'all DMs because y'all got some... I got a bunch of Instagram followers, and I got a bunch of philosophies I need to touch upon. Period. So, if you want to give a quick shout-out as far as what you do, yeah, that's the perfect time. Talk your shit. So, we, um, I say we because I'm partnered with a brother who's in the military mm-hmm. right now. Uh, we partner in uh, Matuna Juicery & Co. Okay. It'll be the first, juice, uh, first black-owned juice company here in the city. Okay. Uh, we started this about three years ago, and the whole sentiment of us starting it was basically, we want you and, and her to feel comfortable with getting healthy, being healthy. Right, right. So um, right now we just planning on owning us a storefront in the city, but really that's the that's the vibe we pushing, well health uh, into our culture that we already pretty much. Health is wealth. Yeah, exactly, health exactly. Is it's, in fact, it's greater. Right. You know Facts. what I mean? So. Because you, you can gain money back, but once you get unhealthy, it's hard to get it's that slow. shit back. And we can talk about that. Oh, yeah, we are, because, baby, I'm sore. <laughs> I am big sore. I, I need to listen. We can... I went to the gym, and the gym with me. Okay. It'd it be like that. No, like I ain't I, going back. No, my bro. I did leg day and it felt like like my first day is cool. To, day two and day three, it felt like my hamstrings were in had a grudge against the rest of my legs. Like it was like like we ain't it, holding your big ass up no more, Kelvin. Like I'm over here walking. I'm over here walking like I'm 85 years old. Niggas like you right. I'm like let's leg day. And the crazy thing is, niggas automatically understand that. Like all right, bet. Dick Newton, we ain't out here holding your ass up no more. Relax. You and beloved both gotta relax. Cause I promise y'all, one of these days we go fight. Dicky Minaj. Relax. Breathe. Fucking Real hands. Relax. It's fine. <laughs> I'm just jealous, Calvin. Don't worry about it. <laughs> nigga, I will give you all of it. <laughs> Get the fuck out of I will of take it. it. Nigga, I will. Listen, don't play with me. But again, so it's the first black-owned ju- uh, juicery in the yes, city. Um, kind of like any other things you kind of want to, like, touch on that or, you know, as far as, like, your philosophy, how you kind of came up with this. I got a question. Yeah. What does Matunda mean for the people who are unfamiliar? Straight up. Thank you. Um, it, um, It's Swahili for uh, fruit. Okay. So Swahili uh, or Matunda was part of the um, title for Kwanzaa. It's uh, mm-hmm. uh, Kwanzaa Matunda. It basically means um, first fruit of harvest, basically. Got it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So the concept came behind, like, me, myself, personally, I've been vegetarian for eight years. So Shout out to you. Straight up. <laughs> straight up. 
So um, I used to box, of course, uh, in the city uh, on um, Land Street. I beat your ass. Though. Straight up, no. So at the, <laughs> <laughs> no. It's just like I know you're a professionally trained fighter. Yeah, but I, but I, I still I beat, beat your ass. ass though. Now three three of them got to me though. Thirty three didn't. So you know you, you beat the judge. But it came from when um I was boxing. I went to you uh went to college my freshman year. I gained a lot of weight, like we all do our freshman, freshman year in 15. college. Yeah, exactly. Some of the, some of the freshman fifteen would be the freshman thirties. Hey, you're loud. <laughs> you are loud. Payback, motherfucker. You are loud. <laughs> so once I um gained that, I was trying to lose my weight by getting back into boxing, but it was super hard because I gained so much weight. So I had to do a diet change, which was veganism for a month. I okay. went vegan for a month, ate a hamburger after that, and threw it up. After that, I went into juicing, but I never had the uh, confidence to say the least, that juicing would, would be accepted by our culture mm-hmm. until I seen um, Styles P and Jada Kids do it. Right. Once I seen that, because representation obviously is important, once I seen that, I knew I can just go for it. Definitely, because so. I will say, going to like a juicery bar, going to like, you mm-hmm. know what I'm saying, like it's real suburban, <laughs> real suburban white momish. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. You know what I'm yeah. saying? And I, and I think we often, as a culture, we don't understand them like, this is why sometimes I'm thankful for going to Miami University, right? Yeah. But, Put some fucking W on the PWI, like <laughs> because it it made me get over the whole one in many thing early. Mm-hmm. Cause like my my freshman English class, I make these five of us. Let alone, and that's a class of two hundred motherfuckers. Like let alone you start going to advance, start getting to actual major coursework, and it was common for me to be the only one, only yeah. black person in there. Yeah. Um, and we're at the point where you would see. A second one, you be like, oh shit, like, hey, like, mm-hmm. and so because of that, because I had, I was forced to, like, face that earlier than yeah. maybe some people, and this is no shot to anyone else. So someone who may went to more of a mixed culture or went to an HBCU, yeah. it, by the time I went to the corporate corporate world, I was good because yeah, I already right. had already that culture shock couldn't shock me anymore. Yeah, you a chameleon basically. Yeah, so it's like I could fit in. Fit in code switch. The code switching comes into play. Like, yeah. you really do learn your prime code switching skills going to PWIs or being the one of many. Like that, like you said, the chocolate chip and a, a vanilla, bowl, a vanilla a ice cream. cream man. Like, like it's perfect. So yeah, I learned how to code switch early. And when you do walk into like your, like you said, it's like your juicery and Starbucks sit on the same block. Yeah. And you are probably the only one of only black people there. And, and the yeah. only other black people are probably working. Probably working. <laughs> You're right. So but you know, the to touch on that though, because we, I know we gonna talk about code switching facts, but that's like your superpower though. Yeah, legit. Because sure. if you think about it, you good in the hood, and Listen, you know what I mean. What, what, on what, any what, MLK yeah. Boulevard, on any MLK Boulevard, yeah. whether it's in Oakley, whether it's down the way, we good. Because and that's one of the things that like I used to feel some type of way about it. Yeah, because yeah. it was like mm-hmm. that back when we were more ignorant. You were always like too black for the white folks, but not black. Oh, you talk black white was my favorite. Ooh, you know what I'm saying? You, oh, you, you talk, talk, talk white, or you yeah, talk you talk so life. well. You, oh for, my god, who for who? For who? To what standard do I speak? And so and so being but being able to kind of grow and that like being able to be able to fit for lack of a better word mm-hmm. in both spaces is an advantage because a lot of us can't and then you start feeling that secondhand embarrassment when you see mm-hmm. uh, I hate to do it but stereotypically loud black person you're like oh baby like because I know that you're smart and I know that you're talented but, but they're not going to see that because yeah, they right. see this this character this caricature of what we are 
It's so funny you say that because <laughs> no, there was a coworker of mine, and he's of course white and gay. So his caricature, he called me sis in the office. Boy, white. Never mind. We'll get into that. We'll a get to bit. that. But it's just like white gay men are like Teflon. And I was just like, I had to like, and the way I had to check him because I still had to remember like Alex. He he may be gay, but the only reason he doesn't call anybody else another woman in that building sis. So I had to sit him down and explain to him why that was inappropriate. And I as a like. Me, because white gay culture is stolen from black women. Period. Especially white male gay culture. Yeah. Mm. So is a mm. character caricature of black Damn. women of the black women I don't even identify with. You just said some shit. The crazy yeah. Yeah, like bro, like all of that shit like in my I view. I never think about it like the black that, women I know don't act right. like that. And it's it's not only it's not only stolen from black women, it's stolen from a, a stereotypical view yeah, of a black woman. Fact. Right. Like the loud, exuberant, flamboyant. The flipping of the the, hair. The snapping, all of that shit. That's, bro, that's a stereotype of black woman that's been in this culture for centuries. I had to explain to him. And they they co-opted it for, as like a a personality that can turn on and off. Mm -hmm. And that's what I explained to him. I said, and I know you don't mean no harm, and I'm pretty sure this is the first time you've had this conversation, but explaining to him that that was racist was probably one of the most uncomfortable office-based conversations I've had to have. Because Mm -hmm. I said... You know, of all the black women that work in the building, there's about three of us yeah. that work in positions that aren't like front of the house facing, like in the, the back, you right? The more right, the more administrative, executive part of things. I said, there's about three of us, me included. I said, of the black women that you know, is that what we look like to you? Mm-hmm. He's like, oh my god, no, Alex, like you guys are more. I said, right, and I said, so what you're ex- what you're displaying is a stereotype. That's not even who I am, and the black mm-hmm. women I hang out with and associate with don't act like that. Period. And that's why, and that's why, the reason why I say they're Teflon, and I don't mean that disrespectfully, but like, a white gay man still has white male privilege. Period. And, but also, he also has that, we talked about this a little bit last week with D-Ray and some other things where like, he also has that. He is gay, so the criticism that he would receive, he would, it would come across homophobic if you do give him honest criticism. Exactly. And that's why I say Teflon. Gay? But The so, activist? Not the comedian. Oh. <laughs> the activist. <laughs> The one with the blue vest. Oh, my God. I got two girlfriends in me. Like, the, the, man's, the man's with the blue vest, not the okay. man's with, okay. who think he Lou Will. Y'all explain Different. how lost I was. I was like, <laughs> like, like, wait. Wait, wait, wait a minute. Wait. He just, he just was. It wouldn't have made no difference. It would have just shocked me. I'm like, it it would have been, like, been like, that's a commitment to him. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> He's like, I understand when niggas get one girlfriend to kind of train him. Like, man. Wait, how you managing two girlfriends and a boyfriend? That's a lot. That's a, he a wizard, bro. He <laughs> goat is what he is. Bro, because I can't imagine, I can't I can barely manage my damn self, let alone three upper. Actually, it's not as, never mind. So I got You're loud. <laughs> Don't sit on yourself. It's not as hard as you think it is. Don't sit on yourself. I'll relax. Don't get yourself jammed up. If you get jammed up. Don't mention my name. Right. So the dude who um, called you sis, that like, kind of adds to my point as far as Cohen being a superpower. Because you know not to do that, right? right? To, like, your white colleagues. and Like, mm-hmm. to, like I'm to not going to call, even with my own black, like, yeah. I'm not going to call the black woman I work with at the offices. Yeah. But see, even the crazy thing is that my guy black friends and then my gay black friends don't call me sis. 
They know better. Like, because we know sis, the way we use it is not a term of endearment. Yeah. Not at all. That's what I take. If, if anybody calls me sis, I take it as disrespect. Yeah. Off Our culture you know is saying? contagious. So from the outside looking in, he he may have looked at that like like the cool thing. No. Oh, well, black, culture's but, like, black culture is American culture. If we, if we keep it at 100. Yeah, yeah. Facts. And, Y'all would still be me, fumbling around trying to figure out how to wash your ass if it wasn't for black people. Straight up. To me, him taking a word and using it without knowing how to apply it is the definition of a culture vulture. Like you, same, same reason people like white women co-opted by Felicia. Oh, like Kim Kardashian yeah, yeah, with exactly. baby hairs? Got it. Even though she surgically removed her baby hairs to fix her hairline, but then when the baby hairs came back in, she tried to remix And that, that shit. little squiggly Man. ass? Bro, I, anyway. shit, shit looked like an autocorrect mistake. Um, <laughs> but even, like, even... It should have been red. <laughs> red as fuck. But even, like, white women kind of co-opted by Felicia, not understand, like, that was used to, for a cracker. Like, like, get mm-hmm. the fuck out of here, Felicia. Bye, like, Felicia. Because you're, cause you're all dope. Like, not, it's not yeah. a term of... <laughs> Happy, like, I want to be like Felicia. She's always going somewhere. No, you, no, don't. no, you don't. Felicia was on that mess. But you know what? That's cool. Bye, Felicia. Nah, shout out to Felicia on the, on the low. Nah, look. Because she held shit down, didn't she? And now she got a vegan food truck in Cali. Like, straight up. No, but I'm not even lying about this. playing Felicia. Oh, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Shout Big shout Felicia. out to her. But, but Felicia uh, moved on up, though. <laughs> Listen, got off that mess, got, got into the so veganness. Real. So speaking of black women trying to move on up, okay, mm-hmm. so Kamala Harris is running for, she put her bid in for the 2020 election. And a lot of people, Black Twitter did its thing, and oh, a, the ghetto. But um, a lot of Black Twitter again is torn about her, and people right. in our in our generation, Black people in our generation, I should say, are torn about her because of her political past, right? And over policing of Black people, and a lot of other um, conf- her, her history as a prosecutor in San Francisco, mm. as well as being the then the Attorney General of the State of California before right. becoming a senator. Uh, it's, it's a checker, and and but the only the 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 tug of war is because she is a black woman. woman she not right. only she is a black woman, she's a black woman who graduated from Howard University, who is a member of a, a divine nine organization. Organization. So mm-hmm. like her identity politics, black as fuck. Mm-hmm. Her policies, not so much. Right. So here's my thing, and the only thing because I I can't speak so much about her policies because again. I don't want to be one of those people that sees a black woman and just champions her. Right. Because not all black women speak yeah. for not, me. Not all skin yeah. focus can focus. Exactly. So my <laughs> only thing about it is not just with Kamala Harris, but across the board, do your research. Right. Just because they look like you don't mean they are for you. And that goes for anybody. I don't care what you're peddling. They sell dope in the hood. Yeah. Facts. You know what Facts. I'm saying? So everybody that looks like you ain't necessarily for you and I'm not speaking on this for Kamala or any other other well, well, you know what I'm saying Cory Booker is, 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 is. Yeah, but you know what I'm saying like Cory Booker is rumored to run it and even some of the name brands like Bernie Sanders Joe Biden yeah. they even talk about who's trying to make a third term I'm like shorty we told you twice ah, ah. Like, you know what I'm saying? We like, didn't really want to vote for you the first time, sis. Like, how many more times do we have to teach you? <laughs> Somebody just slap her hand a couple times. Like, like she needs a shot collar. Every time she think about running for president, <laughs> just a little eek. Somebody buzz her ass. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? But, like, even still, like, and I, I had a conversation because people were like, well, don't be surprised if Trump wins again. I'm like, why? Because we're actually asking hard questions of these candidates. Yeah, exactly. Uh, seven, 16, 17, 18 months before the general election even starts. Mm-hmm. These are the times we're supposed to be having these hard conversations. And yet, I understand that people may be going a little hard on uh, uh Kamala Kamala, Kamala, Kamala. Kamala. I want to make sure I pronounce her name right. <laughs> Kamala, because she is a black woman, I understand that. There are certain people who see black and see women is like, nah, I ain't going But see, here's that. the thing. Here's And this is the other part about it. Being a minority, you do have certain protections. And my biggest fear 
is that we are starting to not criti- critique the people because they're under minority status as much as we should be because they are black or they are yeah. women or they are LBGTQ. Right. Like, they can stand... If you are who you say you are, you, you can, can stand, stand some word. criticism. Right. You can stand, you can your stand, your stand some of that. So And honestly, kids, it's one of those things where... And she has the ability, because again, it's early in the cycle, it's early in the political campaign cycle mm-hmm. to kind of answer for this. But preliminary thoughts is if her name was... Cammy Harris or Kim Harris, who instead of went to Howard with the George Washington mm-hmm. or would, Harvard or Harvard, we wouldn't be talking about her because of her policy. We would look at her like, eh, sorry, especially especially for like the Democrat, eh, sorry, sis, like. But see, that's the thing about the Democratic Party; they have a history of pandering to black folks. Legit, they we pandering. Them. We we pandered. I mean, they, not to them, but to the politics politicians. I mean, personally, I. I'm, I'm gonna be the one to say I just don't trust politicians altogether. You I just shouldn't. don't. But keep in mind, like I, I listen to it. I come from a background where the politicians didn't do anything for our neighborhoods, right? Necessarily, and, and, and half I, of and that, I can respect that. And half of it is accountability of, of us because mm-hmm. we haven't um, filled ourselves with enough knowledge to know what's for us and what's not, right? Um, so really, I, I go, I look into every politician with a, with a side eye, to be honest. But um, that's that's because I understand that. Politics is a theater show in some some cases. I look at it like this. I look at it like this. Like it's the government's. I think I might have said this. It's the government's responsibility to take care of its citizens. Yeah. Hell, Ali, you got one kid. Mm-hmm. How many times have you lied to that kid? Oh, bro, what? <laughs> <laughs> Kiddo thought for the longest time. I ain't gonna. T- I ain't gonna air him. But you, out. but you just, but you lied to him out. multiple times. Oh, bro, yes, I have so, lied to him. And, and, and he's one kid. So how many times? You, and the government's supposed to take care of three hundred million people. How many times do you think they lied to us to, to quote unquote keep us safe? Let's be real. Let's be honest. Oh man, kiddo, I done finesse kiddo a couple mm. times. You, you see what I'm saying? Like that's what I'm saying. Like of course the government has to lie to us because they know the truth will, in certain aspects. I'm not a huge conspiracy theorist, but I believe in some of them. Yeah, yeah, and I think, I think, um, this, this. She called it a shit show, or whoever texted called it a shit show. That was a the, the great way to explain politics now. I think now all the radicals, all the uh, conspiracy theorists who are, like, shunned for how, what they believe, right. all of them are now getting limelight put on them because look at what's happening. Look at where we're looking at it and, and witnessing So, to an extent, are we validating some of those statements? Because a lot of them are left field. A lot of them, all right, conspiracy theorists are, is that is exactly that. It's a theory. It's a theory and yeah. most theories, some theories are based, loosely based on facts. Yes. Right. Strung together and painted, and they're dots that may have not been there connected in a way that makes sense to them. Right. But, you cannot deny that there are facts in every theory. Yeah, and that's why I say I think it's like a, if I had to put a percentage, well, it's probably like a 10%. Like yeah. like every 10th conspiracy theory is probably like actually, actually true. Because there's nine of them like, like no. But it's like there's some like, yeah. nah, you keep. But look at it like this. Did we ever watch the Simpsons show and think Donald Trump would actually be president and now we sit here and see him president? So like, y'all trying to say the Simpsons are like not, the Oracle? I'm just saying, like, like between we the never Simpsons thought and the Boondocks, bro, happen. they figure like, out a that's lot what I'm of things. Like, we never would have thought that this would have happened, to like, be honest. And, and, and I think, and this is a little bit off topic, but I think Trump and his presidency shows the effects of desensitization. Like, if you keep doing enough crazy shit, the crazy shit becomes normal and then people don't react to it. Like, because and, and that's literally been his entire strategy. It like, is hard. I'm not going to lie. It is hard to keep paying attention. Because he keeps doing fuck it shit. It is super hard. And it is hard because, for me, I had to back away mm-hmm. because if I stayed so connected, I would start getting hurt. 
Because it's hard right. not to keep getting hurt. It's hard to keep consuming that. Same reason why we unfollow, like, Sean King and The Shade Room. Because if you keep following it, because you yeah. have to, as a responsible citizen to an extent, you have to keep up. Right. But you have to also learn when to back away. You have to learn when to detox. You have to learn when enough is enough for the day or for the moment or whatever. I can be honest with you. Like, I had to disable CNN on my phone and learn and pick and choose when to pick that stuff up for me when I was mentally prepared for it. Because when you get alerts with the shit, like after the government was reopened, I disabled CNN. And I kept up with that because it it personally affected me. Man, Annie Reed, they re up a the government for three weeks like it was a pop up shot. <laughs> like anything, like a tri like a like a Hulu free trial. <laughs> like that shit's sickening. That now, shit's I commend awful. you for um like being, you know, one up enough to say I'm gonna just back away from it. I'm gonna be honest, I backed away during the second administration of Obama. I did my research but I just failed back from politics altogether at that point. I think it's important to know what's going on in the world, but they the government failed me at that point. Like seeing them be so blasphemous towards this charisma character. And how he just had so many blockades and blockages put in front of him for what he did. I'm not saying he was our messiah or anything. No, like, but yeah, like even Barack has some, it some flaws. It's but, crazy yeah. watching blatant racism. Yeah, it's a slap and in it's, the face. It's, it's hard, again, James Baldwin <clears throat> quote, yeah. it's hard being black and aware. Because you're in a constant state of rage. And it's hard to stay constantly plugged in and mm-hmm. constantly like, how do you not walk around pissed all the time and we do it through humor and we touch on that every episode so it's like again as i always say down to self-accountability too it's a lot to admit that as as i always say if a meteor was coming towards earth (laughs) niggas would put a jordan crying face and we would and i would holler as i fry (laughs) and i die (laughs) i would die laughing and that's the goal um so calvin yes I heard you had an interesting uh, run-in. Yeah, so, all right, so so this, so this we're going to get to session to our weekend. I'm going I'm to go first. Oh, yeah, how was your weekend? You know what I'm saying? I'm going to go we first. We skipped right over that. We did. We got straight to the shits. <laughs> got straight to the shits. Um, so this weekend, so Friday. Um, what did I do Friday shit? Fri- uh, we went to... Go ahead. So Friday, I, I think I just popped out for a little minute because, again, it was, I think it was like weather was tripping. Like, I was working hard. So I popped out for a quick minute. You know, nothing too crazy. Saturday is when the story comes in. Okay. So Saturday, I think that it did either snowed or it, it was it was mad rainy and snowy all day. So I stayed my black ass in the house. <laughs> as you should. As I should. Because <laughs> black people and cold mix together like oil and water. Um and so then I got a I got a I got a text, I got a message from the homies like, Hey, you know what I'm saying? Like, what you doing? Like, you're staking the invite. They did whenever Calvin's like, nah, I'm gonna stay in the house. It's either me or somebody in your circle is like, bro, you're not staying in the house this weekend. It's not happening. That's that's my friends. It's like, <laughs> hey, I know you want to like, you know, chill out. I know you want to be a hood yeah. rat. Come on. <laughs> so it was like, hey, we about to go get dinner at um the spot which is in walking distance of my house, which made it easier. I'm like, I ain't even gotta get in the car. I could just like walk up a block. It's even better when your niggas come get you. You know what I'm saying? I got to just walk a couple blocks. All right, cool. So then I pull up, and, you know, he was like, I got a couple friends there in town, you know, visiting. Ew. Ew. <laughs> you, you thought. <laughs> Plot twist. Pull up, and I see one of the people that is a friend, that I guess that not in town, but she's a friend, was one that sometime last year, we went on a we went on you know a date with you know what I'm saying after some communication went on a date I thought the date went well clearly I was mistaken because 
Shorty ghosted the fuck out of me. What do you Damn. mean by ghosted? As in like I know what you mean. <laughs> no. in, but for the for the general audience who may or may not be aware of what ghosted means. So as in like after they you know a text we we, we kind of go back and forth and suddenly communication stops. Mm-hmm. As in as in my texts are now going unanswered. Like zero mm-hmm. dark thirty. Zero dark thirty. And for those who know me, I got pride. I got a lot of pride. I got sometimes too much pride. You're in therapy for your pride. I got in therapy for my pride. <laughs> so, therefore, you have a grand total of two or three times before you do not respond to my text message before I will no longer the text you. The funny part is I just get cussed out. Literally, I've been cussed out three times in the past, like, weeks. See, I'm not going to give Damn. you that satisfaction of me cussing you out. I'm I, and, <clears> Literally, in my mind, I'm like, okay, that's one text message unanswered. All right, that's the second text message unanswered. And if, depending on how I feel, you could be out on strike two. And then if I if I summon up the text you the third no. time with no answer. <laughs> but I think folks know I'm a terrible texter. Like, I hate, yeah. I, I hate texting. Don't. But even still, you I have would, to call I, me. I'd rap that communication, A. But also, I'd rather you text me hours later, like, my bad, just seeing this, even if you didn't. Versus just not just letting my blue bubbles go unresponded to. <laughs> so that's what happened. Like zero dark thirty. I feel like you cussed me. How did you out handle here. that though? Yeah, like, bro. Like and so and so. I so, need to know. No. Sorry. I feel so, like you cussed me out because I've definitely gone like dark. <laughs> zero dark. And it's 30. not intentional. Like I had somebody hit me up on Friday apologizing about like something, and I just didn't respond. But I saw it. But there was no malicious intent behind it. So then he texted me this morning, as a matter of fact, and was like, so we good? I was well, like, oh, thing. yeah, my bad. Here's the thing. Again, pride issues. I'm not going to even, once I feel like you've ghosted me, mm-hmm. I won't. Even if it, I want badly to text you, I'm not going to do it. Because I'm not going to give you the satisfaction my me coming to my knees like lie. a ninety R and B singer begging for your goddamn attention. <laughs> you this would... ain't Jodeci. This ain't Boyz <laughs> to Men. You got me fucked up. <laughs> Is it Drew Hill? It's not Drew Hill. Not it's not Black Street. <laughs> it's not IMX. We can go on and on. I am not. No. So It's not B2K. It's not none of them niggas. None of them niggas. Any niggas on your 90s and 2000s R&B playlist is not them niggas. So you won't do it for Little Saint? <laughs> Hell no. Listen, if it's up to me, we ain't going to. Never mind. Never mind. But, so I pull up. I walk in. I see my homie. And I see, then I see. Shorty. Shorty and her friend. And I'm like. And you could tell, like, her friend, like, her like looked at me like I was a ghost of Christmas past. Because she like, oh. I'm like. Well, hello, Calvin. In my mind, I'm like, yeah, motherfucker. <laughs> Surprise, motherfucker. You raggedy bitch. <laughs> in my mind. But then, so, but, you know, her other friend, mad cool, mad, like. She ain't got no skin in the game. She's supposed to be cool. She ain't got no skin in the game. Like, even was like, first she was like, you look familiar. I'm like, yeah, like, I met you, you know what I'm saying, we had dinner at blah, 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 blah. <gasps> Wait, so she didn't even that? remember who no, 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 you no, were? No, no, oh. no. No, but the, the friend, friend. The, the neutral party. Let's call okay. it the neutral okay. party. Who ain't got who ain't got no reason to try to act stank to me because she don't know any better. She's yeah. the one that's actually coming in town. She lived in Blase Block. Again, I'm not trying to get jammed up because Don't mention my name. Facts. So she lived in, you know, over there for, you know, she came, she's the one coming in town. Mm-hmm. The girl who goes to me, local. My homie, local. Is she, she the homie? Uh, the, no, the homie's local and the girl who goes to me. Oh, got okay. it. The homie's sort of homie. Homie probably didn't even have no idea what he was inviting me into. Got yeah. it. So, and so then we, so then we go, we have dinner as a group. You know what I'm saying? It's, 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 it's it turns out to be five of us. And then we go, we go to this, we go to this spot. Again, I'm leaving names out because if they, if they listen to this, they're going to know exactly. And I'm not trying to get into that. So we go to this spot and then we go to this other spot. And I, and I think the story is like, 
you know, it's almost like I had post-nut clarity without actually having post-nut clarity. Because it's like, I look at her now, I'm like, she don't look as good as I remembered her post looking. Post-masturbation mm-hmm. clarity is a thing, too. Post-nut clarity. I've definitely masturbated before. I was like, you ain't got to, it's post-nut <laughs> like, clarity. You ain't got to, you know what I'm saying, whether it's masturbation with a partner, like, that clarity is, is, is true. Or, like, say I wanted to smash, couldn't smash you, smash somebody else. It was like, dog, both of y'all are trash. Post-nut mm-hmm. clarity. So... But it was almost like I had that because I'm looking at her like she's not as cute as I remember. Like she's the one person that like she's t- she's complaining like I don't want to walk. Like she's doing all this the entire time, and yeah. I'm like looking like fry. You just looking at her like fry from Futurama. Yeah, like eyes. looking at her like I'm what the fuck was that? And really think, have I ever been ghosted before? Because I feel I'm sorry, bro. You nah. okay? I'm not for real. <laughs> they'll never they'll check on us enough. Like hashtag men against mental abuse. Uh, <laughs> Straight up. Uh, Straight up. But I'm good because uh, for Victor reason why I'm good is because <clears throat> she wasn't as dope as I remember yeah, her. Fact. Man, so you've definitely ghosted. Me? Yes. I have. You yeah. have. I mean, I here's have. the thing. I, I charge I, I ghosting to the game because I'm not an innocent party. I've ghosted people before. I've charged it. I've charged I've, So I'm not one of those people like, oh, what was me? Like, I, it's, the game is a game. I don't, yeah. The me, game is a game. The game is to be I don't sold, never not even told. Like, <laughs> <laughs> I don't ever go about it. Like, I go about it in a naive way, and this is this is on me, to be honest, because I got so much stuff on my shoulders right. as a man. Like, sometimes I just literally forget shit. I really do. So that's one thing I had to learn in my life to take some things out of my life to yeah, live up to There's some time where you, were, where you were like, damn, I ain't hit sure you haven't, like, Yeah, days. especially like, when you put your word behind something. <laughs> like, like, it shit. sucks when you can't live out something you put on your word. Like, and so, but, like, that whole story was like, because it, it was like, damn, like, shorty, as cute as I remember. Shorty, shorty, a- attitude is more stank than I remember. Yeah, yeah. Maybe I dashed the bullet. Right. Because, like, it was one of those things where it's like, she the one complaining all night. Like, oh, my God, it's cold. Like, you're in Ohio. Like, And you could have been sitting there acting like you was concerned. Right. I could have been sitting there. I could have been that nigga who was forced to forced care. Forced to be good and care. And God's, and God's still blessing all the trap niggas. Did you dodge that bullet? Oh, like God. the listen, Matrix. Listen, on everything. And so that's what, and so I, that wasn't, it wasn't a story of, like, for pity. It was a story of, like, sometimes, because I, because the, the best laid plans don't work in your favor, but they still work in your favor. Because mm-hmm. like, preach. I could have that could have been. I could have been one like, uh, okay, like, oh beloved. We can tell you've been listening to future album because you are. Oh, you found happiness. Uh, that's cute. That's cute. <laughs> that's adorable. I'm lucky you don't stop no show. <laughs> but how was y'all weekend? So I got a first world problem. Oh, here you go. I know. So I spoke about like my car issues. Which is mm-hmm. great. I'm glad we got Griselda is back on the road. She is fine. Not a stain on her. Minus this fucking salt. <laughs> oh man. But, and every time I, every time I, every time I wanna wash my car, it, it rains or something. It rains. Like it's gonna be forty degrees on Saturday and I was like, Cool and then I checked the weather Sunday, it's gonna rain. But we still might have to just take this L because she's way too filthy. Like I can't go. But you you look at her like you dirty motherfucker. You dirty bitch. <laughs> anyway, but do it again. Anyway. <laughs> Who are you talking to? Keep talking. (laughs) Right. So, um, I, yesterday, I went out to, I left the gym, and then I grabbed a drink with a friend of mine, and I went to go pump my gas, and that was the last time I saw my wallet, right? Mm -hmm. So then, in the minutiae of my day, I got up today, 5 a.m., did my another workout. Right, shout out to you, because I'm still not a morning person. Shout out to me. I got up at 5 a.m. I was in the gym by 5.30. I got home around 7 o'clock so I could shower and get ready for my day. I Mm -hmm. even ate breakfast. 
Who child? I, was on one. I am growing up, and I've been up since then, and I've only had one cup of coffee with no cream or sugar. So I'm Look at really, you adulting. really committed to getting at this. At your little, big age, you finally got to figure the fuck out. The little baby. <laughs> I told you this is gonna be the year the little baby listens. So kinda. Allegedly. Allegedly. Pinocchio knows. Don't keep no promises. <laughs> Don't quote me. So, um, I went today to go pay for something, and I was searching in my bag, and I'm like. I don't have my wallet. So I searched my car and I'm like, Alex, we don't panic. We don't we don't panic. That means we have to sweat. And I got on too much makeup for that. So I searched my car, my wallet is not there. So I get I start to perspire. Like, oh, 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 you oh, lost. You lost, lost. <laughs> <laughs> so I'm like Bro, cause ain't nothing worse for you because if for a man when you do the pat down yeah, and facts. then and then like you like wait. Your wait, whole heart your bro, heart stop. Heart drop like you on drop zone and, and kings are like, wait. Wait, what Wait. the fuck? So for me, it's boob, boob, front pocket, front pocket, back pocket, back pocket. And if you it's not there. You go to Macarena. You know what I'm saying? Like, I'm serious. So if it's not there, so I turn my purse inside out. And it's crazy how private women are about their purse mm. until you lose something in that motherfucker. Then it's everything's everywhere. Fuck that. So I dump out my bag. My wallet's really not there. And you're like, oh, you got the nerve to be lost for real. You raggedy you bitch. You still ain't found it? No. So here's the thing. So I said, okay, Alex, if you panic, you're really not going to find it. Mm-hmm. You already can't see. I'm weak. You was talking to yourself. <laughs> <laughs> I, I have to talk to myself about this. This is up. your conscience. Because <laughs> my anxiety will get the best of me. Mm-hmm. And then my anxiety will make me cry. And then I really won't be able to look for shit because I'll be too busy crying. And mascara stings. So we have to calm down. Like, I have to calm down. It's funny. You answer at the same damn time. So I was just like, okay. The last place I was was in my bed by myself, Calvin, because I saw this face. I, I was right. alone. Okay. So you ain't gotta you, you ain't gotta explain yourself to to nobody. You're right. It's the beauty of being single. <laughs> Big facts. <laughs> so um, I was just like, okay, it's got to be on my bed because the last place I did was pump my gas. So my first one problem is that I, my wallet is not lost. I just don't know where it is. Facts. Mm-hmm. It's the power of language. Mm-hmm. So. It's not lost. I just don't know where it is. But the fact of the matter is that all my needs, the the first one, why this is a first world problem is the fact that despite my wallet being lost, I still have a full tank of gas. Facts. I still have groceries in my house. Hallelujah. And tomorrow the wind chill is going to be negative four degrees and I don't need for anything. Mm-hmm. So the wallet could honestly be lost for a minute. Not that it's a, it, For me, it's more of an inconvenience right. than it is an actual like, oh, shit. I mean, I still need my wallet, don't get me wrong, but the fact that it's not an emergency. Like, I went to pay for something leisurely. It was like $5. I could do without it. But the fact of the matter is that I find myself to... There are little incidents in my life that are forcing me to recognize how blessed I actually am in the midst of everything that I have on my shoulders right now. So that's my first world problem, and it's just a small reminder that, like, I have more than I need. That's a want right mm. now. And I guarantee once I get home, I'm going to like send y'all a picture like, I found my wallet. Yeah. <laughs> It'd be the worst when you start tripping like, who just stole my shit? It, and then you, you find your shit and you like. But the crazy thing is I, like, I well, you watch you watch Game of Thrones where like, what's Shorty's starting to learn that he's like a three-eyed raven. He's starting to be able to see shit. So I can see, I can envision my wallet on my dresser. Like right now, I'm looking at it right now. And that'd be the time you be like, <laughs> it's like, I, you become a, I'm like, this motherfucker gonna be right to fuck. And I panic. And the crazy thing is, like, when you're reaching for something, you think it's there, like, and it's not there. And the crazy thing is, like, if I would have lost my phone or lost my wallet, I have the means to replace that. That's still a blessed position. Right. I ain't gonna lie, though. If I, if I knock on wood, if I, 
because I've because I've told you like I've lost my credit card and mm-hmm. I've had my credit card get like frauded. Like, oh, your birthday times, weekend! Oh, my birthday weekend, bro. Luckily, I wasn't paying for shit any fucking way because I have good friends. <laughs> but it was still like, what the fuck? It's still yeah. wildly inconvenient. Wildly inconvenient. Man, so how was your weekend? It was alright. It was cool. Like, <laughs> like I had a little incident with um, who I'm renting from at this moment, who I'm not renting from at this moment anymore. <laughs> so it was, he a actually power made works. me like it was the last straw for me. So now I've decided to be a homeowner. God, thank God. So nothing, nothing really. Hold on, wait. We don't glance over that. We celebrate accomplishments around here. Bring that back. Bring that back. You're what? You said that real nonchalant. Yeah, you're what? I'm in the market of being my first time, you know, homeowner. So yeah, snap it up, snap it up, snap it up. So, you know, I got a little one, so at this point it's like time to make that decision to give him some land to run on, so on and so forth. And what I promote is ownership. That's right. why I'm in business. I, I promote ownership of our culture, everything like that. And and to me, like, living should be part of that mode. Right, definitely. So that was cool. Other than that, it's been work. It's been work for a while. I've been working for, like, three three years, so I'm, I'm ready for vacation at this point. Where are we going? Did, you know, cruises are available. I'm going to Africa in November, though. I'm going to Senegal in November. That's yeah. okay. Going back home, straight up. Congratulations. Thank you. Yeah, <laughs> shout, shout out to that. Yeah, not legit. So, it's, it's lovely. Speaking of international travel, mm. Sunday was my father's mm. oldest son's birthday. My brother. Okay. But you, started, you, started, you started making me do like this. it's okay. <laughs> yeah, like, so her auntie twice removed. Anyway, um, smart. And I called him because, like, a bonehead, I spaced and forgot it was his birthday. It happens every year. Like, he'll forget my birthday and then call me, like, two days later, two days before. Like, nobody remembers anybody's birthday. We just remember the roundabout time. And my dad got hella kids. So, like, See, that's why, that's why I'm thankful for Facebook. Facebook. Yeah, that's one of the That's really yeah. the only reason I still But my brother's not on Facebook. Like, he's one of them real men who, like, decided, like, nah. Like, I was like, I ain't no I ain't not being on Facebook. I ain't going with yeah. it. Yeah, like, I want to be able to detach when I want to detach. Yeah, so, I called him, and I was like, bro, I'm an asshole. I completely, like, forgot your birthday. He's like, if you called me or 50 people called me, my ass would still be in Jamaica. I said, Jamaica? I didn't even know you left the country. He was like. You were supposed to? I said, you're right. Grown folks be grown. Grown folks be grown. Oh, I you were supposed to? I said, <laughs> weird flex, bro, but go, go off. Peculiar, bro. Peculiar <laughs> brag, but go, all right. He go did ahead. try to wean that in there. I, I peeped it, but it's yeah, not. Yeah, like, like, he didn't even try to wean it in there. I was like, no matter if you call... I still be in Jamaica. Yeah. And he looked at you like, dummy, like, fuck. And I was on FaceTime, and he looked at me, and I was just, I was like, because he lives in Atlanta. I mean, who doesn't have black family in Atlanta? Mm. But um, I was just like, it's mighty sunny in Atlanta. He's like, I'm not in Atlanta. Like, I'm in Jamaica. I said, oh. You know what her saying that remind me of? Y'all know that meme where Blue sitting on top of the <laughs> yes. thing. Like, look at all them down there. Like, look at them so poor. Yes, look, at, like, look at them peasants. <laughs> yeah. Like, like, oh, like, oh, y'all niggas got windshield advisories? That's cute. That's crazy. <laughs> he said, so how warm? No, him talking shit. He's like, so how warm is it going to be tomorrow? I said, I'm hanging up the fucking You know phone. it's cold up here. Right? You know it's you cold. Know. <laughs> and he lives in Atlanta, and tomorrow's going to be negative four in Ohio. So he mm. wouldn't get fucked anyway. Get, yeah. but, but then again, also, Atlanta gets two inches of snow in this whole city. The whole city yeah, shuts down. So, yeah, That's I was funny. just like my family, but we naturally speak condescending to each other because, mm-hmm. like, it's out of love. And it's one of those things like, okay, well, we're leveling up. What are you doing? And, like, of my family, I'm the broke one. So, which is a good place to be. So, like, it's all. Because you're not broke. Don't hear my business out like that. <laughs> I ain't saying how much. No, because then niggas going to be like, oh, let me hold on. And you can say no. And it's tax. Ooh, don't forget cuffing season. It's tax, tax season, <laughs> and, and you and you got a, and you got a whole ass write off 
April. <laughs> Calvin's now interested at me. Those hate big heads about to go crazy. They about to go crazy. Especially because everybody catching up because the government shut down. Like, hey, oh, them hate big heads are about to go bracy. Oh, yeah. speaking of hate big head season, it is the cuffing season. Super Bowl championship <laughs> game. Championship game. Uh, Valentine's Day, February fourteenth. So. I'm, I'm oh, in that's the, pro- the day of the Super Bowl. Mm, no. no. Oh, okay. No, Coming so, season championship game. Oh, I got you. I got you. The Super Bowl is this weekend. Wa- yeah. So, but the actual. <laughs> we didn't Kevin- watch the NFL this season Mm-mm. because Not we decided game. we were going to boycott it. I'm gonna continue to. And yes, we are. That's crazy. That's crazy. <laughs> 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 it's like that scene that meme of Russell Westbrook sneaking in that. <laughs> that's definitely how it was. That's exactly. Oh, yes, the boycott. That's, that's crazy. crazy. My fantasy team booming though, but that's why. That's what it is. Oh, oh man. I can't. I can't. I can't. I can't. It's just my. I ain't gonna make you feel bad about it, bro. I'm not. I, I'm, but I can't. The, thing, I, the reason why I don't feel bad is yeah. because we always pick and choose. We've talked about this. Yeah. What to cancel? What to boycott? What yeah. not to boycott? Because because if we were going to keep it 100 percent consistent, like the same people, some of the same people who was like. Damn, y'all, y'all not boycotting the NFL? That's crazy. Have a whole ass Chick Fil A sandwich in your name mouth. <laughs> That's hey, crazy. Using use, using Shea Moisture and Dove products. Yeah. Relax. Yeah, that's you true. know what I'm saying. So but that's I'm gonna why. be honest. Like, I all of it's got to go. In my opinion, I don't go. I still don't go to H and M. I still don't do NFL shopping. I get my Shea butter from the Africans and Jamaicans. I, I I get what you're saying for sure. You definitely and, and right. That's, and that's my only because it's like, and I think like I would res- I would res- I still respect everyone's yeah. choice to boycott. But if you go if you're going to criticize someone for not choosing to boycott this Be one specific it. thing, you better not have nothing yeah. that was supposed to be canceled Be in your it. in your circle. Otherwise, I'm like, it feels hypocritical to me. Right. Yeah, and I, I'm going to be honest. I'm hypocritical in a sense because I still do believe in, like, uh, a, cons- a consumer should have the freedom of purchase. Yeah. I do believe in that in this country. But I also know, like, any other culture, like, they... They doing that shit together, you and, know what and, I mean? and, like, and and we ain't got to get too too yeah, deep yeah. in the mud, but that, that's what I'm saying. Because it was like one of those things. It was like, oh yeah, we need to boycott Walmart. We need to boycott Target. Like, well, well, until y'all they give be strategy behind yeah, it, yeah, until y'all it ain't got to be strategy until y'all give us some an actual viable option. Yeah, yeah, like make your own WalMarts and Targets. Then what you expect people to just not get their fucking needs, not get their basic <laughs> essentials? I'm sorry, because Target's gonna be a hard one for me, dog. Like, Target's gonna be a hard. Like it's almost like if Beyonce came back to be toxic, that would be a hard. Yeah. I would do it. It's just gonna take baby steps. Like you're gonna have to wing me off of Beyonce. I can't stand behind none that don't stand for us. Legit. And like, that, and I, I and again, thank I God Beyonce is not. Nah, I, and I respect like p- people. It's a journey. It's a process. It's a, it's a journey. Right? Everybody's it's a process. Process. one of those things, especially for me. I look at it like in this crazy world that we live in, with all the bullshit that we see on a day to day basis. Yes, I understand how the NFL is continuing to 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 to, to show their ass, yeah. basically. Yeah, like, but also, it's the, it's but also the ultimate it, flex, like it, <laughs> continuing to show their ass. But also, at the same time, like for my sanity, my sanity. Yeah, I need it's the one. Thing, I need them right. three hours every I Sunday think, where I can be like, yeah, just sit there. It's and your my, safe haven. It shows. You feel me? Yeah. And so that's why I, I just feel like I'm the at. NFL jumped at me. You know what I mean? Like so, I got to like, <laughs> like I had to weave, and I'm still weaving. They winning though. <laughs> they beat our ass. Yeah. Like they they got a couple licks in, but back to the original point. So the Cuffing Team's the championship game is February fourteenth. So Calvin. Yes. <laughs> yes, beloved. Don't call me beloved. <laughs> Everybody who loses beloved uses it so condescendingly. I don't. And I don't like it. That, I, call, I call you beloved in an actual. Nah, you way. call me beloved when like I'm getting ready to be shady and you calling me out. So I guess this is fair. 
Do we have any upcoming season playoff playoff candidates? Oh, for me? Um, again, I'm not going to get myself jammed up too crazy because, again, I am single as fuck. So, <laughs> before I say anything else, remember that. <laughs> so, I do I do have, like, people I'm going to hang out with um, over the next couple weekends. Just, like, it's a birthday. Valentine's Day is one day. You don't get a couple weekends. I, I'm phrasing my shit. I said what I said. <laughs> I said what I said. I be trying. I be trying to get you, Jenna. You be weaving my shit. You're cold. <laughs> All right, Mayweather dodging each other. Listen, Woo. I said what I said because, again, because Valentine's Day is on a Thursday, a very mm. inconvenient ass It is not. Thursday is the perfect date Shh. night. I said... <laughs> What I said, <laughs> because the my best I'm, dates happen on Thursday. That's cute. Um, because again, hey, I'm single as fuck, so I actively avoided taking anyone out on the actual Valentine's Day. Mm. Act because I'm I, I actively avoided it. However, the weekend before, I am I am going to see a friend, and the weekend after. I am going to see a friend. And you were actually there when the friend invited me to come see her. As a matter of fact, the, that's crazy. You were there. Nah. She was there, so it's see, justified. You just got me jammed up. <laughs> you just got me jammed up. No. no. Here's the yes, thing. You if you knew how to weave like I knew how to weave, no, you, you jamming yourself no, up because you're making you yourself up. You just high. got me jammed up. Anyway, so I actually don't have a a date per se mm-hmm. um me and my homegirls are doing an anti-valentine's day date where we, we're getting dressed up and we're taking each other out sex in the city style so so which one which one of y'all carry i like that though it's it's fire but i gotta because I, like I know her friend i asked for shade but like <laughs> first of all fuck you <laughs> and but second of all which one of y'all carry we are all the beyonce of this group okay that's literally not possible, but I'm looking and Let's use girlfriends reference then. Like, yeah. Which one are you then? How about that? At a girlfriend? No. So a Sex in the City thing. Well, y'all don't know nothing about that. I was like, I don't I'm, trust yeah, them I white was, women shows. I'm definitely like your Tony Childs of my. I was friend. like, I don't know okay. any of them white women we shows. We definitely you. know, but of the Sex in the City characters, I'm definitely Samantha. I don't watch the show and I know who Samantha is. I was like, I'm going to pretend I know who Samantha is. I have no clue. You could just watch it now. Bro, like, I got to at least go get the synopsis. Watch. Definitely Samantha. Samantha is the fucking goat. She was my lady. She the goat. Like, we know, show. and all my she friends would agree, like, Alex is definitely the Samantha. Now of I got to at least work for this. That's another show I got to catch. I'm already trying to catch up a game of those. Y'all keep giving me shows I got to watch. God damn. Uh, I mean, Steph would have been Carrie. And then you have Taylor, who's definitely like your um, the married one with the babies. Okay. And then Jade is definitely your lawyer, career wise woman. That's definitely and, and her. All y'all got fa- and all y'all got first. All y'all got first. Mad first. Floor link first. All of us do have a floor link first. <laughs> Big bank on these niggas. Always do. So it's gonna be interesting rolling up to different like. So I'm setting the dinner reservation now, um, and then but you can know what's crazy is that. All my friends are gorgeous. So I actually pre like I feel like I'm gonna end up spending my Valentine's Day alone because they're gonna end up getting asked. Like I know they are. And I want them to. Like so I genuinely I want them the to. The next question I would have is like perfect world. What does your Valentine's Day look like? Mm. If 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 you had a genie Yikes. and the genie was like, Yikes. I will give you a wish at <laughs> a perfect Valentine's Day. What are you giving what 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 you doing? Manta. Clock starts now. <laughs> Manta? Huh? Oh, so you go, you go. <laughs> I mean, shoot. <laughs> I know, like, 
it's some extravagant, I'm sure. Uh, tell me if I'm going, if I'm No, 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 no. Don't answer for me. Answer for you. Oh, for me? I yes. celebrate Valentine's Day. Why don't you Why don't you celebrate Valentine's Day? I don't Day? celebrate because I'm Muslim. I'm Muslim as hell. Like, I ain't even, like, <laughs> fake Muslim. I, uh, I'm, like, real Muslim. He Muslim, Muslim. Like, Got it, I got wear it. a kufi sometimes, like Fair. on a normal day. Like, like a, <laughs> not on, not when you're just trying to be extra. Just like, 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 all right, I'm gonna go put somebody this on. unseen. One of my homies seen me walking up the street with a throw bone. It was like, what is you doing? I was like, bro, I'm Muslim. You know I'm Muslim. This is what I'm doing. <laughs> but the like, fact not, that you could just answer any <laughs> no, question. With, he had on a throw yeah. in his Tim's. Like it was. Yeah, straight up. Yeah. I, no, I had um Giuseppe's on. I was some throw a throw with some Giuseppe's on. Yeah, like one hundred, hey, like <laughs> contemporary, contemporary. So we don't we don't celebrate anything that has like um. Christian religion? Not necessarily Christian. Cause we believe highly in, in the Christian uh, religion. With anything that has, um, how can I say it? Well, well, I don't know. That's I'm not, I'm not going to. Anything that's, that's not attached to colonizerism. Got <laughs> it. Pretty much. So Valentine's Day named after the same Valentine Saint. Um, and the history behind that, and the, and the bloodshed, and so on and so forth behind that. I don't want to get y'all too deep into it. No. But if if y'all were to know about it, then you'll understand more. Yeah. No, we I mean, I'm also, also aware of, like, let's say, Valentine's massacres. and Yeah. 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 So, Ours more or less, like, um, it was people before Christians who celebrated Valentine's mm-hmm. Day. And it transitioned over to Christianity to bring, um, what's the word for people who don't Com- believe? Like, converts? Vikings and... Uh, um, it started with P. We'll think about it later. Pag- pagan. <laughs> pagan. Pagan. So it was, like, transitions over to make pagans comfortable within that day. Huh. Same with why we don't celebrate Halloween and Thanksgiving is not a religious thing. That's just more for my but native if, brothers. Yeah. yeah. But okay. So basically I say money every year. <laughs> Pretty much. Big fact. Big fact. <laughs> yeah. Now, now you try to, you try to Heisman, <laughs> you try to Heisman this, but you're not, but you're not about to Harlem shake your way out of this one. Bro, like now the pressure, like I try to Harlem shake my way out the pressure. And then you realize you forgot, for you. you forgot. I forgot my man's was Muslim. So. Now, hi. <laughs> How y'all doing? I tried for you. Though, <laughs> you did. Okay, I'm so sorry. in all honesty, like it can go either way because I do enjoy. I, my favorite Valentine's Day was actually I have two. My favorite Valentine's Day it was this. Um, it was actually with me and my ex husband. We actually ended up cooking with one of my homegirls who's also a vegan, mm. and her husband. Sure. So. We collaborated, and she taught me some recipes. I taught her some, and our meal, for the most part, was completely, like, plant-based. I cooked her husband a steak because he doesn't get it often because his wife is vegan, and, like, you know what I mean? So the meat portion of the dish, like, of the meal I did. You cooked, you cooked him a steak? Yeah, because she doesn't cook. He doesn't. Eat, <laughs> okay. He doesn't eat meat. I was gonna let it, let that. I, I see you look that way. I made I my husband. Like, <laughs> I just. I'm like. Okay, I made my like, husband a steak too. Clearly, okay. I didn't know I needed to say that, but you I, did because you know clarification. Oh, I got you. Yeah. Thank so you. like, I cooked the steak for everybody, okay. and then like she taught me some things. I taught her some things, and it was just like a double date. But it's in the house. It was super cheap. Like we got drunk in the house. Like it was. That sound like it was really cool. Um, second Valentine's Day I did was actually. He took me on a helicopter ride, and he, like, laid out the... It was on some, like... How did I know the helicopter thing? You've never, ever told me that, and I said that. I'm... I'm go ahead. So... <laughs> we're flex, but okay. We're flex. <laughs> so, he took me on a helicopter ride, and then the hotel room was, like, decked out in candles and roses everywhere, and, like, literally, there was a bath drawn. There was... My favorite music was playing. My favorite desserts were in the room. Like, it was perfect, and it was just super, like... Intimate. I, I enjoy my favorite thing is privacy. Right. And if you can get me away from my world for a second, like mm. room service was delivered, it was candlelit dinner, there was nobody. I wasn't even in the city. It was perfect. Um That's do you think roses are corny good. or no? Roses are my favorite flower. Okay. Roses and like a 
like I love red roses and I love peonies. Those are my favorite flowers. So if you like, and it was a combination of both. It was just, it was like he took, I am, I enjoy effort. Mm-hmm. And I enjoy thought. And, of course, like, rose cover hotel room, how, like, does kind of... Co- I don't think it's corny because you took the time to not only get the my favorite flower right, but you have my favorite scented candles. You have my favorite meal. You have my favorite, like, dessert. Right? You have my favorite kind of bubble bath going. Yeah. You took the time to understand, like, I don't like extravagant anything. I don't wear a lot of jewelry. I don't... And everything that I have, I can provide for myself. So, right. it's for me, it's the thought that counts. Like, going out of your way to understand what I want and then providing that... You know, it's it's for me. It's not the physical or the the material things. It's mentally and spiritually getting to me because yeah. like knowing all of that takes you got to really like study. He took some time. Yeah, yeah you gotta he study. took some time. So and and the crazy thing is like my favorite dates were with the homies. Like it, these were with men that I we've never dated. We've never just it it did it never went in the air. It didn't have to for me. <laughs> it's more or less like. I fucks with you. I know this day. Like I'm a I'm a huge romantic, so I love things like that. And it doesn't have to just be a Valentine's Day. Right. So like, it's more or less like that. And again, my love language is acts of service. Mm-hmm. So he understands that I constantly pour, pour, pour. And sometimes you need somebody. And to sometimes pour you need some. You need some of that back. Not that it's always required, but to know that like you're thinking about me the way I'm thinking about you, it matters. Okay. I'm gonna disappoint y'all because I ain't been on a Valentine's Day date and. Since maybe sophomore year of college. So you still passing out Valentine's Day cards like we in like we in elementary. <laughs> As in, in the, for February fourteenth from twenty eleven to now, mm. ain't really did shit on Valentine's Day that like considered a date or something. We valid. gotta get you out fact, the house now that I'm thinking about it. I think I'm sorry against Valentine's Day. Beyond religious belief, I got my heart broken on Valentine's <laughs> Day before. Legit. I just yeah, thought about like, it. You know what I'm saying? Because and this is why this is why I call Valentine's Day the Super Bowl because it's either the highest of highs oh, or the lowest of lows. You know, like I've been most, stood yeah. up on Valentine's Day though too. You know like what I'm the hopeless romantic in me won't like Ooh. let it linger. It, yeah, it's just like, you know what, Alex, play as fuck up. And you'll charge this one to the game, and you'll be better for it. And, and, and here's the thing. New me would probably do that. Old me, if I got stood up on Valentine's Day, who You would have never dated a girl again. Who, who child? We well, hold on to stuff. Y'all do. Like, men hold, heart- yo, men hold on to the most wild grudges. Like, it be our reasoning behind everything. Everything. Bro, like, 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 why, like, why you doing it like that? That one time that on one time back in 06. <laughs> yeah, man. Like, <laughs> she, 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 I had a, I, she loved me for the nigga with the Crayola crayons. I had the rose arts. Like, <laughs> ever since then, I ain't trust me. So I was like, Straight nigga. Up. Speaking what? of men and their feelings. <laughs> Hashtag um, my feelings challenge. <laughs> First of all, shout out to Shiggy. Hey, man, Shiggy. My man don't even want to dance no more. Boy, if you looking through this, I, that nigga, I, he look, he, okay, who suffered more? I saw this on Twitter. Who suffered more? Shiggy now or Chadwick when he, Chad. Every, every, Chad. everybody kept making him do yeah. They tried to break a real nigga. They tried to break. I think it was They tried to break him. man, fuck these niggas. Bro, like, he was so proud to do it at first, and they just broke him down, just one by one. Like, to the point, he was like. Every movie I, he was like, bro, he was just ready to just yeah. do yeah, one fist, like one finger, <laughs> nigga. Like, I feel bad, man. And then they started winning awards because they look so good at yeah. the Saga Awards, and Bro, they were up that, there. Hey, that clown, that that cast, fire. Yeah, they dress, the dress, like, dress, yeah. dress, dress. Like, and also, side note, Michael B. Jordan, the black girl now. Oh shit. Oh, 
shit. Okay, so my dad on that is he never was problematic, guys. Black women, y'all, y'all, I understand. But then they go, like, she's not black enough or she's not this Bro, enough. someone say that she's not from Wakanda. <laughs> man. Okay. I'm like, bro, let him have things. Let him have things. Anyway, so speaking of you black men and their feelings, and Calvin, I'm going to let you touch on this first. Right. But Terry Crews has come out for a while talking about his sexual assault. Right. And we see Terry Crews as, you know, everybody knows Terry he, Crews. He's six foot to 260 pounds full of muscle he got muscles right. in places so niggas ain't got places there was a white movie exec uh, executive producer or whatever his name is not important right. fuck him fuck him um, who actually sexually assaulted Terry Crews right. like literally like it was it was at a party I think he was Terry Crews was with his wife and the white the white it was a white gay man <laughs> full circle it was and, and um like literally like grabbed Terry Crews's like Balls, penis right and, like grabbed it and he and then terry cruz like pushed him away and he like tried to do it again he was like terry cruz was like what the fuck and so terry cruz then went and sued not only the white exec but the company that he works for F- paid paid for all his shit for like a year because they you know they they extend the case out ended up winning a four hundred thousand dollar settlement you know from the mm-hmm. company and they had to change the sexuals harassment policies and got the white man out of here. So, right. so, so then, first and foremost, so claps for Terry Crews cla- for uh standing up for yourself. Standing up for yourself. Going things the the legal way, I should say. The le- not the legal way. The legal way. I, not not okay. And I chose that word specifically because because uh, we know where we're about, where we about to go. Exactly. So then the backlash for Terry Crews standing up for himself is the part that like Okay, so it started you, with this. You, right? you go first. I, it started with this, right? So then Terry Crews comes out, I think, in an interview and says, black women supported me through this process mm-hmm. while black men didn't. Um, fix, your, fix, your, fix your face. Uh, black, black women supported me through this process while black men didn't. Mm-hmm. And so, and then, which again is weird, partly is weird because... I rarely see the negative shit that people talk about. Mm-hmm. I only see people talking about the negative shit. Right. Like, I yeah, didn't really exactly. see many, maybe just who I choose to follow. I didn't really see any many black men, like, slandering Terry Crews initially, as far as, like, you know, proud. Yeah. So when Terry Crews came out and said that, I know me, as well as some other black men, were like, wait, wait what, the, what the fuck are you talking about? And so then you hear the dialogue. So the dialogue is... That there's a, a section of black men who who are trying to understand why Terry Crews didn't like defend himself physically instead mm-hmm. of mm-hmm. through you know what I'm saying like talking about like hey if, if I you know someone grabbed me like that I'll I, do this I'll so do, I'll do that yeah, more so specifically D.L. Hughley of of all men has been the most problematic when it came to this conversation. And a lot of it had to, like... And he did an interview with, I think, Vlad TV. with Vlad, And if you know Vlad... Vlad is the cops. Vlad is the feds. Vlad is the culture vulture. Don't do interviews with that nigga if you got anything incriminating. Right. So he went on to Vlad and talked about how Terry Crews, why didn't he just slap him? Why didn't he just use violence? And it's almost like maybe Gillette was onto something about toxic masculinity and hyper-violence and... When, it's truth, yeah. when you start talking to men about their reaction, their knee-jerk reaction is violence. Yeah. Because, t- I mean, Dio- Terry Crews chose to handle this in the most diplomatic way possible. Because if he would have slapped fire out of his white exec, yeah, that would have been the right thing to do, but he would have lost his entire career and credibility. And he, Terry Crews, and so Terry Crews has five kids. And a wife. Well, 
one, two, three, four, five. And so it's <laughs> one of those things where, and I think, and I have, you know, I'm not, I'll touch on my concerns of not only D.L. Heasley, but Terry Crews in a minute. But um, we we always say that. Like, I would have hit him, but then someone like Tack Stone gets indicted. Yeah. Or, you know what I'm saying See, for, for for the for the you know the Tory Ass situation and we all was like man you, you got you you can't be moving out here like that you can't be moving out here still be got too much yeah, to lose man. is it Uchi Wally is it one mic is it do we react to violence or do we got too much to lose but see that's the thing about when we start talking about toxic masculinity because I'm a man can't nobody try me as a man exactly. but then you talk about D L Hughley who not only celebrated the death getting his mistress pregnant and then celebrated the death of his child. Found, hired a prostitute for his autistic son and then found out that his actual daughter was a victim of sexual assault and did nothing about it. Wants to sit here and lecture Terry Crews about why didn't he defend himself? You didn't even defend your own children. What bro made me realize is that we can't all obviously be identified as kings because that's some clown shit to say for one, right. in my opinion. Um, I, don't, I don't support it. I, I don't believe in publicly um, speaking against black people, period. I just That's me personally. I don't. I, I, not in the outlet where it's not where other blacks can hear it, feel it, dialogue with it, and so on and so forth. So I don't agree with him, D.L. Hughley, saying that about him. Because in reality, it's like you're promoting black men being in jail by telling him to react in, and, in a physical right. way. And, and I'm not, no one's, no one's, I'm not going to defend, like, well, why did you slap the shit out of him? And Terry Crews, like, well, if that's the way we deal with this, nigga, let me slap the shit and out of him. And to be 100, like, I've had somebody do that to me. Like, no lie. Like, I've had a white guy touch my butt, and I don't know what this club over in Kentucky before, and I ain't punching or slapping. I mean, don't get me wrong, he, he felt me. Without me putting my hands on him, but if I'm at the justice center, all the people who saying, "Oh, you did right, you did." How many y'all got book money for me? Like my brother, not a not nobody, a single solitary yeah. one. Exactly. And there's too many of us so in jail for being. My reacting, dad used bro. to say something, and it was like, "You could be right or you could be dead right." And <clears throat> Terry Crews is right, and he's alive to still tell his story. Now, had he slapped matter. up this white exec, that'd have been the end of him, because at the end of the day, that's a white executive. How long? White gay, they tried white Monique, gay executive. Bro. They would have right. tried to do him like they do him. Right. Monique, so he Monique did not wrong, but the fact that she stand up and react towards what she believe in, they want to play her like she wrong. Exactly. And my, this is my opinion. I'm speaking, but he would have his career would have been over. It's and, not about the why; it's about the how. And, and so with that, a couple things um, that I do want to. I think one of the reasons that made me almost want to take a break from the internet, especially <laughs> Twitter, is. Boy, people will say some crazy shit to you online that they know they won't say anything to you in person. And I even look at it as yeah. a reaction. Like, if you read D.L. Hughley's Twitter mentions. Oh, he's off the chain for somebody to be 5'7". But, but even still. like, That's why I don't take them serious. But even still, even his Twitter mentions. And not, again, no one's caping for D.L. Hughley, but. Something half the shit I saw people say to him mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. was as bad or worse as the shit he said to Terry Crews. So yeah. again, we're circling right. It's crazy how the conversation. And, 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 but, but, but but here's the thing with that, and and I want to make sure the majority of those comments weren't coming from men. They were not. <laughs> like and that's and it was like bro, I saw women was I saw I saw women was like like you know saying like. Like I wonder if you I wonder if you protect did that to the person who killed your da- who killed your baby and like and just like all of you just like bringing up his dead child. I mean, bring- but honestly, when Damn. you put yourself okay, so I'm not saying that trauma needs to meet more trauma, and that's the solution for the argument. But cognitive dissonance is a disease because how dare you speak about sexual assault, knowing that there are people, your children, the people that you're assigned to protect. You know, I don't know how everybody's you know divine deities are set up, but. 
in my head, you are assigned as a parent. I am assigned to this person and this being. I am assigned to be their protector and their guardian and their guidance. So you cannot sit here and talk about what you would have done in a sexual assault situation or why, what you should or shouldn't have done in a sexual assault situation. And here it is in your face and you did the exact opposite. You hey. cannot speak on that. And right. he put himself in a position for the criticism. And I'm not saying it's right, but you put yourself in a position for that kind of criticism. You could have just kept your mouth shut. And if you were going to say anything at all, you should have had your facts straight. So is um, Terry Crews too big, too strong, too black to feel? I, I look, I, I look black, at him like this. No, he's, he's not too... He, and I think that's what it is. And so I think a lot of it is is what you're saying. Because, again, Terry Crews is this yeah. big, muscular person. So when we hear sexual assault, we hear is most often you think of, like, overpowering, but here, domin- domination. But, again, but I think but, that adds to, like, the... the the theology we have that black men aren't allowed to feel and, and, and I, I I shout out to Terry for being exactly. open about that. Yeah. But there are two sides to that coin because when we look at Terry Crews, he's big, he's a black guy. So we're looking at him through the same lens that white people look at black people, period. Right. So, oh, this is big black guy. He's supposed to be gargantuan. He's supposed to be violent. He's supposed to be aggressive. No, he's still able to feel. And we still, we when we do that to him and black people, period, we dehumanize him. He sad. handled things the exact way he, legally he was supposed and to. And we understand that when we lose black men. When we lose them, we understand, like, when we here on one side, the police saying, "Well, he was big. He was black." Shout he, to Mike Brown. Rest in peace, King. Rest in peace, bro. And um, we we when we hear them say that, we don't get it. We like, well, that doesn't mean he's not scared of a gun. But at this point, just because he's big, don't mean that he doesn't have a right to go sue someone for putting their hands on him. Right. Especially right. when he got a family to think of. And so, and sometimes so, sometimes we black men, we gotta take the back seat sometimes. And so here's that right. Not so, take the back seat, and not to not to correct you or overcorrect you. No, you because I don't think. Terry Crews took the back seat. I think he chose a route that wasn't in violence. Mm, he was diplomatic. Right, right. And that's the thing that I really want when we talk about breaking down toxic so masculinity. It's not, it, your route does not have to always be violent. And I know True. that's funny as fuck coming up from the run-up queen herself. But like, <laughs> it's, you, there's different ways to solve issues. Right. And like you said, one monkey don't, solve, don't stop no show. There's more than one way to skin a cat. And there's, but you're gonna get different Hopefully results. Is from Atlanta. <laughs> like, <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like, and so, you know what I mean? and so, and so. One Straight thing up. I do, one thing I do want to kind of touch on with Terry Crews, and I think this is more so the aftermath to the aftermath, right? Right. Like, I appreciate and I applaud not only his strength in speaking out, mm. but his strength in restraint. Mm. But I do notice something about the aftermath to this, right? Where it's like he's pivoted to kind of like speak out against you know the toxic masculinity and speak out against black men and i and i look at some of his twitter feed and i look at some of his comments it does feel a little bit like pandering at this point and i'm not taking away all the strength that he's done to this point as far Mm -hmm. as like i'm not taking away that but i look at it like this i think we have gotten to a point now where there is some sort of profitability to to speaking out against black male toxic masculinity. So to an extent, because now it's like a hot button topic. Yeah. You mentioned black masculinity. You mentioned toxic masculinity, and you've automatically it's a buzzword. You've got people's like attention. Stay woke or, exactly. Yeah. So you've got people's attention automatically. I think the reason why it's not pandering is because he's not only is he a black male, he does have black male privilege. He does to an extent does still have toxic masculinity and he was, you know what I mean? He's a part of the culture of change. So 
And I say that because he is a man. So the only way to, the only, how do I say this? I, as a woman, mm-hmm. can talk to you about how toxic masculinity affects the culture. Right. But toxic masculinity, the structure is set up by men for men, for the benefit of men. Him being a male Mm -hmm. who has also seen the effects of toxic masculinity, he is the person, the the person that would be able to speak to black men about black men behavior. Yeah. So to an extent, I wouldn't necessarily say pandering, but isn't this performative? Maybe maybe that's a word. I think performative a little bit, maybe, maybe a little, but. Now so more than ever. So I think I so I look at it like this, and again, I look at like we talk about how you even said like I don't necessarily think we should criticize like black people should criticize black people publicly, yeah. right? I, I just I, I, and think I we should and, come to the table with it first. And I, I look at it, I look at it similarly to that. Like I think that some of the interviews that he's had, that he's done, or in like his social media presence, it. it, it it's 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 like there's valid points, but it's also like it feels like exacerbated. But a do little. we do that to mm. Meek Mills? Because he just we, went through. I, no, no, no. But do we though? But do we though? Because me, okay. For instance, Meek Mills just did this. We all know the Meek Mills situation right. with his bail and the probation system, and now he's on a prison reform campaign. Right. That's his. That's what he's been championing since he got out of jail. Right. That's been on his entire platform. Every day on his Twitter, his social media has been about prison reform. Mm-hmm. He's using his platform the way you're supposed to. How can we give? Big ups to Meek Mills for that, right? Prison reform, which is something everybody can get behind. And then when Terry Crews has the platform because of something he's experienced, now mm-hmm. it's performative. I don't agree with that. Um, I look at it. I look, and I, mean, I, I, I don't. I ain't gonna cut you off. Yeah, my go back, ahead, bro. bro. Like I look at it like because even maybe in my circles, because we also I think we uh, we kind of looked at the Meek Mill thing at least in the initial status as performative as well because mm-hmm. it was one of those things where it's like okay you 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 know how you. Good to speak when you got, you know, when you was before you got in, and then you come out like this entirely different persona. Mm. And maybe it's my own cynic, 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 cynicalness. I know that's not a word, but fuck it, we going live. But you know what I'm saying? <laughs> maybe it's like maybe it's my own like cynicism. Where I'm, I'm looking at, I'm like, okay, like you came, like you came in, you came back, and now like you go from like meet me at a house party to like. You know what I'm saying, and but, so and so. But it was, are we it, not allowed to evolve? And, are we not allowed to grow? I was looking. I think yeah. I was looking for, and the reason why I think me personally, and I, I only speak for me, and I only speak for mine, is it was like it was an extended thing. It wasn't like he spoke on it right when he got out, right, and then like he kept doing the same shit he did. He kept. It was like an extended, like okay, he's still doing it. He's still doing it. He's even doing it after his album dropped. And after the album rollout, he's still doing. Okay, see, that's now, the difference between him and your Kanye West. Because after the album drop, he continued on the same platform. And that's why I think I. And that's what happened to me, for me personally, to give him that. Okay, like it's not it's not a performative he thing. He means this. Yeah, and so I yeah. think for and so for for me personally, again, for me, this is my opinion. If Terry Crews continues on this path and like and it's more than just tweets and if there's like actionable programming right. or you know things like that. Going on along with it, I I would love to be proven wrong. I would love you entitled to, to your opinion. Like I would sure. love to be proven wrong yeah. as far as that. If he's like, yeah. all right, because it's a win for you. No, no, you know what I'm saying? Like, I would love to be proven wrong. Whereas, yeah. like, okay, no, and that's not just he's doing it. You know what I'm saying? It's kind of like 
for for I hate, I hate saying he gets done for clout, but yeah, but he, okay, he's doing it because yeah. he, there's action behind it, there's programs behind it, there's money behind it, there's yeah. this and the third. I just find I, it funny I'm a firm with... believer that people, when they go through traumatizing things, they should have the right to monetize off of it because the 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 vic the the victor, if that's even a word. Like the Fuck people we going live, it. niggas, niggas ain't niggas ain't crazy, baby. Like if you look at it, like what's what's the uh, serial killer name? Um, Ted, Ted Bundy. Bundy. Ted Bundy, right? Mm-hmm. We got a Netflix special on him. And he a got movie. a book out. He got a movie. But what and about the so, victims? So I, no, and I and I feel I feel like that shit shaky too. You know yeah, what I'm saying? Like, yeah. So I, and I think for me, it's like I always look at it like we even talked for about this last week. Like. Yes, everyone's in this capitalistic society. Yeah. Everyone's allowed to get a dollar, however they want to get a dollar, mm-hmm. as long as it doesn't hurt other people to get that dollar. In my opinion, the victims should definitely be at a showcase. But like for the Ted Bundy doc, or Trump. you know, what I'm saying like certain shit, like or even like the, the protesting for profit that some of these activists do. Oh, we ain't gonna go there. It, it, it just leaves like a little bit of a weird taste in it, my mouth. I think a lot of it is America's obsession with trauma. And it doesn't just have to be black trauma, but like that's one thing. Black trauma is profitable. Black trauma is definitely a thing because we've been it, at this point again. It's one of those things that like I have to consume when I'm mentally prepared. I think for it. I think I think mm. I'm in a roundabout way. I think that's what I'm getting at. It's like okay, mm. like yes, we have an obsession sensual- with desensitize. Like we are very desensitized as a nation. Mm-hmm. So Ted Bundy tapes. And I'm not going to lie. I, I'm a documentary whore. Yeah. I love that kind of stuff. Yeah. I ain't watch that. I can sit I, down. Sh- like, the Killer Mike. Like, I, I sit down and I watch it yeah. all. So, it was with the Ted Bunny tapes. I, as, I, I, because I, as a sane human, mm-hmm. I like to, how mentally can you get there? Right. And not trying to align myself with a serial killer at but all. But it's like, okay, like, but, I know nah, from... You be blunt, because I, I was getting that, too. I was kind of thinking, like, damn. How man. mentally... if I, Me and my sane right of mind, as an attractive woman, me being who I am... How, how do I, I can get look, to the point? If, if I was sick in the head, how many men could I have buried in my backyard right yeah. now? And the answer is a lot. <laughs> Relax, beloved. <laughs> not, not you. I ain't never going to have another day. But, 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 but no, not you. I'm not, I, let, let's, let's be clear. I'm not saying you personally. I'm saying, like... If any if it was a woman serial killer who was out here luring niggas using her charm, her attractiveness, she could have these bodies stacked up because niggas go stupid for pussy every day. I mean, I could have had a lot of y'all Mona Lisa if you wanted to be honest. You know what I'm saying? And that's and that's what and that's what I'm saying. I'm not saying you personally. I'm talking about any woman who who like the okay, powers who, there. The powers yeah. there. Yeah. You get over a hundred likes on Instagram, you could have some body stacked up because niggas go stupid <laughs> over pussy every single nah, day. Nah, for real, for real. So Manta, what's up? So you be throwing them bows. You in the what gym. You, you a boxer now. Oh yeah, yeah. Oh, you a boxer, boxer. First, did y'all see the fight? Y'all see the Adrian Brown fight? I was. Uh, we was. In, we, was we were in cabin season. We, 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 we had okay. no. We had no internet service. No. <laughs> we just gonna leave it at we didn't have service. We didn't have service. <laughs> we didn't have no service. That so, was, nah. Yeah. I um. I I started boxing when I was uh fourteen. Like I was telling, that's what got me into dieting as far as the, mm-hmm. the juice bar. But yeah, I um I wanted to go to the Olympics and everything, to the Beijing Olympics in 2008, 2009. 2008. Hmm? The dream's still alive. Nah, because you don't get paid to go to the Olympics. Yeah, you got you, you, like and it, it's it, amateurism. Like yeah, and it's every four years. So the fact that I wasn't able to go, I, it was wait. either between go professional in boxing or go to college, and I chose college. Um, and it, it just take a lot. Boxing is is I respect it, like prof- the professional market of it but it's a bullshit sport as far as the business of it mm-hmm. right they really try to dick you in it and i see adrian and rashid go through that a lot and i don't think it's fair as, as no matter what people think about it though that uh, is yeah. no, no, boxing like boxing is historically one of the most corrupt institutions yeah. and can in, i ask in, y'all in, something yeah go ahead like you watch tennis 
golf, yeah. mm-hmm. basketball. Yeah. Well, you got coaches, right? Judges, yeah. All that. All those people played the sport at one yes. point. And for, boxing, for the most, for the most, part. for the most part, they've been involved. They coach. They they know like the sport. And boxing is like. You could be a trainer and not box. You can be a judge and not box. So you got these people putting their life on the line, and you go. Hey man, it. niggas are judging them, man. Yeah, never you don't even it. know what the fuck you're looking at. Like, so that, I mean, that's that's my cra- that's crazy as fuck. <laughs> when yeah. you put it nuts. like that, that's nuts. So, because yeah. me and Calvin have embarked on our own like journey, you know, gains, bro. For fitness, I'm, fitness. I'm I'm I, she, she's trying to gain. I'm trying to lose. I wish I could just donate this shit to her. Like, here, you take this shit. Bro, I don't think yeah. that's how fat transfers work. Calvin. It should, bro. It, bro. I don't think that's how. Think about it though. Like, if 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 people could donate like parts of their body they didn't like, whether it's weight, I don't know a shout out to all my, um, you know, what I'm saying women who have to shop before they bras at Lane Bryant. And, Kiss my black ass because I am one of those women. But okay, but if y'all could, if if y'all could like donate a cup to some to someone in exchange for like some booty and for the girl who fix her butts too big, if niggas is like a trading system. <laughs> Everyone would be But happier. you know what's funny is I really do think, like, the good Lord knew exactly what he was doing, not giving me no ass. Facts. He knew exactly. I don't know how to act right now. So I can, I can only that, imagine. That, that's facts killing me. As Joe like, that's facts killing me. Hell like, yeah. I can only imagine. Just like, just like the Lord knew not to give me a beard. He knew. Because I would it's be out struggle, here, like. <laughs> hurt. Mad as fuck. Oh, really I hurts. am sitting Mad amongst the fuck. baby Ooh. face brigada right now, y'all. Kiss my black ass. <laughs> they ain't got no facial hair. Kiss nah, my black real. ass. I'm salty, too. Big fact, bro. So no, everything could get better. It's like, you know what I find it ironic because like, of course I had kiddo very young, mm-hmm. so this has been my body for the majority of my adult life, and the heaviest I had ever gotten was one fifty, which sounds like a lot, but when you're used to being one fifteen, one hundred and fifty pounds is heavy. That's, that's a, a lot third. of weight. Yes. Yeah, yeah, that's a lot of weight, and so I've always kind of struggled with self image when it came to that mm-hmm. because I've always, for me, carried more weight than I'm used to looking at. Right. So now you're at like ten years later, and it's like, okay, this ain't baby fat. This belongs to me at this like, point. Like this is the new normal, <laughs> right? This is the new normal. And not only are am I carrying extra weight, but now there's extra skin and there's stretch marks, and it's a whole self image. And so I said, I'm, tiger I'm, marks. Yeah, like my warrior stripes. Yeah, there you go. So <laughs> tiger stripes. Yeah, I've yeah. got into like this whole thing where I went to the gym for very super. The first time I got into the gym is for very like superficial reasons. Mm-hmm. Like, everybody wants to be this IG model status thing. Mm-hmm. So, IG models ain't even IG models. And Photoshop and airbrushing is crazy. It's crazy. I'm, I'm not going to get in my soapbox. Continue. But, no. And then I'm like, okay, Alex, you're chasing people who went underneath the knife to get that. And that's no diss, because if I could afford the shit, I would not go to the gym. So. And some, <laughs> and some of y'all went to Dr. Miami, and some of y'all went to Dr. Tampa. That's, I mean. Damn. <laughs> Damn. Some of y'all went to Dr. Columbus. Dr. Grand Rapids. Damn. You on fire tonight. Sorry, T. I love you, baby. But you know, Doctor Grand Rapids is funny. Sorry, baby. I love you. (laughs) Doctor Grand Rapids is comedy, but um, they got a Doctor Mandel. But we don't. (laughs) Anyway, so I don't want to get sued. So you get jammed up (laughs) to my neck. (laughs) Anyway. Um, you're having too much fun tonight. This Way been, too this much is, fun this tonight. This is a release, man. I've had a crazy, crazy day. This is a release, but continue. So I said, Alex, therapy is expensive. And so with me and my current transition, we can't really afford to go see her right now, which is fine. But I refuse to not have some type of outlet. Some I, type of release, I refuse yeah. to like carry this on my shoulders. And especially because I noticed that when I get too much, when the, the anxiety and the depression thoughts start to get to me, I, you don't sleep, and then I'm not sleeping. Coupled with not eating, I start my your your mood changes in a way that you can't effectively think. It's so not healthy. It's it's really just not healthy. So I said, okay, 
we're going to get back in the gym because, A, you're starting to put on what I do for a living. I put on a lot of weight. Um, B, for me, it was like if I can get through this rep, and I hate lifting weights. I can do cardio all day. I hate lifting. I'm the I'm the opposite. I can if lift some shit. I can get through this rep. <laughs> if I can get through these reps, I can get through this issue at work. I can get through this problem at home. I can I can mentally prepare to handle you know my parenting partner when we're not on the same page. Like if I can get through this thing right here, this is temporary. This burn right here, baby. You're gonna feel this for maybe 24 hours. Eat a banana and get right back in the gym. Like. But it started to not just physically prepare me, but mentally prepare yeah, me for what's ahead thing. of me. Yeah, so, and it really is because pain, men, pain is mental. Like, and it's about the bigger goal. Like, I want a healthier lifestyle. You sound like a boxer. It sound like you would be perfect in boxing. So what's she, up? She Legit. already throw hands. Straight up. <laughs> straight up. You actually might enjoy it more than you think you would. Especially I mean, in the sense of well, therapy. Well, you let me know when I'm supposed to be at the gym. We can um, get it Anytime. In. Monday through Friday. I go um, at least twice or three times a week now. I mean, you let me know. And, yeah, straight we'll up. We'll coordinate. We'll figure straight this up, out. Straight up. Yeah. And so for me, I look at it. So I've always been a bigger person. You mm. know what I'm saying? Like, from jump. Like, from pretty... Because it even started... Um, like whenever I would cry as a kid, they just feed me. It was like they—they they didn't really. It was like, oh, he's crying for whatever reason. We'll just give him food and shut him up. Damn, you just—you said a mouthful, but go ahead. You feel and, yeah. and that's been and and you, it's crazy how you see how you were treated at, at so young manifest now yeah. because now I eat my feelings. Like whenever I'm stressed, depressed, mad, yeah. and any any feeling, fuck it. We eat, and it's, and it's yeah. mostly unhealthy shit because that's ta- it takes about. Oh, I cut exactly. my hair every time I'm going through something major in my life. Like my hair, like I cut it off. Mm. So my mom was like, "Why don't you just go buy a sew in and leave your hair alone?" Because that's okay, Alex. Now you're bald and blonde. Now what? <laughs> like, <laughs> but so yeah, so that's so that's I've always been a bigger person, and it was mm. like and for, and it took a, like certain shit runs in my family like asthma like mm-hmm. you know what I'm saying like you know the high blood hypertension pressure, yeah. all that shit and B it, was, it started like if this is this is going to sound superficial but it's not and so I look at it like people see you differently mm-hmm. when you're a heavier individual yeah. it's part of the reason I make sure I always smell nice have cologne make sure I laundry detergent because it's one thing to be big to be big and stink nah, you know what I'm saying you, don't fly. You, you know what I'm saying or try to make sure I dress as nice as I can even with you know the money I didn't didn't have because mm-hmm. you can't be big and bummy you can't be big and this Calvin, yeah. we gotta leave the four for fours alone you know what I'm saying like you, you can't like you can't be big and bummy you can't be this and, I'm gonna ignore the fuck what you said cause I ain't got time today um, oh no <laughs> You'll get it later. And so, I will block you. <laughs> um, and so, that, that whole thing. And so, it was like, it's always been, and I think it's contributed to a, a chip on my shoulder. Because, like, I felt like niggas, I had to prove niggas to take me serious. I had to win every yeah. girl I was involved with over. All of these different things. And I'm like, that, everything is kind of stresses you mentally, too. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Because when you feel like you got to work twice as hard, when you feel like you always got a chip on your shoulder, you feel like you're not being seen for who you are because mm-hmm. of how you look. Exactly. It fucks with you. Exactly. And so that's part of the reason I am going to therapy and be like getting in the gym, like being more consistent. Cause it's oh, all- you got a gym membership and a therapist? Let me hold a dollar. No, because I got a gym membership. <laughs> <laughs> Straight up. Straight <laughs> like, up. My coins are gone. <laughs> um, and so... And that whole thing, and so I've always it's been inconsistency. Like I'll mm-hmm. work out for a lot, and then like I may hurt my knee, or may like get stressed out, or have a million other things going. It's just like, well, mm-hmm. you know, I can't go to the gym. And so this this was like a conscious effort to, you know, 
get up early even though I'm not I'm the opposite of a morning person yeah. getting yeah. up at 5 a.m. is hard because I'm used to getting like 5 a.m. is typically when I get up just to be a- awake Mm-hmm. And then not really move and just like allow my body to, you know, oh, I don't. It's all about this. The crazy thing yeah. is that I started a policy with myself because, again, it was about mentally preparing for my day. Mm-hmm. And I'm a natural people pleaser. My, again, my love language is acts of service. Right. So I'm always reachable. You can always find me. You can always put your hands on me if you need to. But I started a policy that I, unless it's like my mother or father, I don't answer my phone or respond to text messages before the sun rises. It can wait. The do not disturb feature. I know we talk about my, Apple being the feds, and we'll get, we may touch on them, but Apple also is the feds. But the do not disturb feature? My do not disturb feature is from 10 p.m. until 7 a.m. And unless we already made arrangements, you cannot reach me. And I do that on purpose because I need a moment of my day that yeah. belongs to no one. Yeah, right. facts. I can't... Um. I want to touch on what you said, too, because yeah. I can't be within, like, the health industry and not touch on it. Like, yeah. I just thought that was a real great point that you made, that, like, mm-hmm. your coping mechanism would be to eat. And that's kind of how, it, like, dieting and the health kick started for me. It's like I couldn't start to think outward until I worked on inward. Right. And that's the importance of fitness and eating right and so on and, and so forth. And, yeah. so and I, I realize that. I commend you for that. And I realize, you know what I'm saying, because self-awareness is, is key for me. Yeah. And yeah. I realize that. And I realize it's partly because how I grew up and it's partly, like, you know, you can be addicted to food like the, the same nigga that who like if you can't figure out what you want to watch on netflix until you got food on you or if you <laughs> yeah, can't facts. you know what i'm saying that's an addiction yeah. and so understanding that was mm-hmm. the first step and or, then kind of being able to step. and i think the next step for me is obviously continuing to become more consistent and also learning to do it for myself instead of to yeah. shit on other it's people for you. Yeah. that's what it really is it's for you, you know then, what I'm saying? but yeah. to the opposite of that like i am a naturally slow eater I will take my time eating anything. Like, it takes me forever to eat. That's, like, on lunch breaks, I found myself, it was funny, because there was a day that it, we were just, during the holiday season at work, we were extremely busy. I had back-to-back mm-hmm. events. I found myself not eating because I couldn't sit down and enjoy my food. So there was a day I woke up, I had to be at work by 6 a.m. I didn't get home to like, 6 p.m., 6.30, and I just did not eat. And I was talking to my dad, and I fainted. Damn. Because I forgot to eat not even that i forgot to eat i didn't have time to eat i think i cussed you out that day you, you did told... you did it was actually your birthday weekend yeah i was like it was like what the fuck is Beloved, wrong with you? we don't have time for this kind of shit <laughs> so um I, f- I literally passed out because i did not take enough time you're not that busy to eat and i had to get into realizing that it's not just about eating well or eating right it's nourishing your body. Yeah. It's right. putting something into and in the system. In some ways, that's like a taboo within our culture, for real. Like, that's why I always say to people, like, I want to make eating healthy cool because we make everything cool. Like, I got clowned for eating a salad today at work. I oh, used we to will, get clown we will, we will clown thing, people for thing. eating salad. We Definitely. will clown yeah. people for preparing themselves in the cold. Like, oh, this nigga yeah. got scarf, a scarf and a glove on. Who the straight like, up. You know oh, so you don't want to be cold, cold. Huh? Like, you know like, we will do that in, like, and I think it's one of those things, it's a coping mechanism of the culture. Mm-hmm. We will make a joke out of anything. Out of anything, yeah. And when in reality, we die from not eating salads. And, like, and, and one of the things I know we thing I know we like, joke about, like, you know, white people not... wings be calling me. And I, just, <laughs> I know we joke about, like, white people not seasoning their food. And it's, but the, the salt and the Lowry's and everything else we putting on it, it's called the diabetes and hypertension on yeah, the low. Yeah. And not even the low, on the high. But... It's one of those things where I think it's just like. But Tiffany com- Haddish is on the cover. Like, you gotta support it. 
the culture, the culture everything changed. Everything about balance. Everything is about balance. Everything yeah. is about balance and everything is about, about moderation. Yeah, exactly. And exactly. so I think that's one thing that I'm continuing to learn on. Pray for me. I'm, I'm about to put as a cover photo on my phone, like, stop <laughs> eating like a piece of shit. <laughs> Go to the gym. Right, but the funny thing is, like, as soon as we talk about healthy eating, it is Girl Scout cookie season. And they and, and they trying to flip them packs. They are flipping them birds, <laughs> no, y'all. They definitely are. They Bro, I've, had, I've had multiple people hit me up like My mama texts me like, so you know your niece is a Girl Scout. We need like She's mom, trying to she trying to get Yeah, like my mama's best friend's daughter is a Girl Scout. So like every year we buy like ten boxes. Like just off the off, for the, off the, stri- for the off the love. And I was like, Ma, I'm good for like a box. And I'm gonna give it to my coworkers because, like, I can't. If it's in my house, I'm gonna eat it because it's there. So it's funny. It's a crazy thing that I'm transitioning out of that home because, unfortunately, okay. So unfortunately, I do have to transition out of my house. Um, it's not a, a, a huge screaming deal, and I'm not gonna get into too many details. But I am excited. It's about, not none of your damn business. You know what I'm saying? But I am excited about like embarking on a journey that's in my footsteps. Mm-hmm. And I, that's the most I'm going to say about that. But it gives me the opportunity to put into my, because, of course, everybody knows I inherited that house. So a lot of things that were there were there before me. Right. So a lot of habits and materials yeah. and things. That, that lived in that house. house you know, space. were yeah. kind of just there, so they were available, but they weren't necessarily by, like, choice. Just, you know, convenience. So I was using it, but it's not the healthiest. It's not what I want. It's not my option. Right. So, you know, this time, Girl Scout season's going to miss me. <laughs> Like mm-hmm. one box for the culture, and you one get... box for the culture, and I'm I probably gonna put that though. at work. Like I, I walk right past the Girl Scouts cookies, go straight to the produce aisle. I'm no lie, I feel bad. I'm like, damn, y'all here trapping. I ain't gonna support the it's trap. So... And if yeah. what is like the little black girl, you're like, God, yeah. oh no, but see, when it's the little black mm. girls, like I can't help. Like okay, I don't want the box, but take the donation. Like I don't want your cookies. Yeah, yeah. But yeah. then I realize that like when I do that, it throws off their ratio. Yeah, and that's yeah, why you gotta yeah. take the cookies. You gotta take the cookie. So, real quick lightning round, because this episode, y'all going to complain about the episode being long. <laughs> lightning round, did yes. you watch the fire documentary? I fire did. festival documentary. I did. Ja Rule should be scammer of the year. <laughs> ja Rule should replace Joanne the scammer. Ja, ja Rule the scammer. I don't think Ja Rule's the scammer. Did you watch the doc, Manta? I, um, I knew of the story. I ain't watched the whole thing. Okay, but so for 50 those. 50 Cent won is one, obviously. <laughs> 50 Cent bid- yeah, yeah. run up the score. Yeah, so, but see, 50 Cent is the king of petty. He's not going to die until he runs up. Like, he's like Cleo at the end of Set It Off. He's not hitting that fucking ground. He's not going to hit the ground. Somebody asked 50, I forgot what show it is. Like, say one good thing about Ja Rule. He was like, well, he's alive. Like, <laughs> I hey, I, 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 but I'll low-key fuck with that energy. If I, if I don't fuck with you, I'm never yeah, going to fuck with I'm never going to fuck with you. to you. But, like, the crazy thing about, okay, so the people who haven't watched the documentary, I'm not going to give too much away because I do want you to check it out. So, slight spoiler alert if you care about so, that sort of thing. It's white children getting scammed, which I'm always going to be here for. Every time, every time a rich white kid gets scammed, an angel grows her wings. It does. <laughs> so, and like, Allie, my little petty heart was like, get him. But I had to think about it. So, anyway, let me rewind. Fire Festival is about, like, this huge festival, and you have all these models and influencers promoting this festival. And it's supposed to be at this secluded island. Island in the Bahamas. Crazy $250,000 villas. You have private jets. It was going to be, like, this. Yachts, all the hoes. Major lasers, Blink-182. It was going to have a lot, all these acts and performances over, like, a four-day weekend. It's going to be, like, like richer Coachella. Mm. Racks. On a remote island. So they were promoting exclusivity. They were promoting luxury. They were promoting all these things that your boy Billy McFarlane could not 
Actually, Billy, Billy, we should just change the word scam to, you to got Billy. Billy. You got Billy. You got Billy. Because ba- yeah, boy, the boy, like was rob- the boy was robbing Peter to, <laughs> to pay, pay Paul, Paul and then forgot to, to pay, pay Paul. Paul. Didn't forget. Didn't want to. So long story short, um, the documentary was wild. And I was There's just two like, documentaries, one on Netflix, one on Hulu. So I'm talking about the one on Netflix. Same. I didn't watch the one on Hulu. Um, because the one on Hulu focused more about the infrastructure of the island, and I'm going to get there. But my biggest takeaway from the documentary, because, I, again, I want y'all to check it out, is that you, my white kids getting scammed, y'all had that money to blow anyway. So whether the, the festival went off without a hitch or the festival was fucked up, either way, mm. you were prepared to take that L. The island was not. And the way that mm. they built the structure of the island, the infrastructure of the island came off the the labor of black people and even the one of the women who was talking she was like the, the caterer uh, the caterer she Lo- put she lost, lost fifty thousand dollars out of her own savings to pay her employees the contractor to build all those houses and villas could not pay his employees to end up having to flee the island because they were about Damn. to kill him. they were about to kill him for not getting paid so once again we talk about these white people exploiting black people he couldn't get away with that shit in calabasas yeah. Couldn't get away for that shit in Lollapalooza. You couldn't get away with that shit in Cincinnati if you want me to keep a G. Yeah, so, hey, some niggas are down the way. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? So that's when I talk when I talk about white people in there. This shit was so it was. You cannot tell me it wasn't maniacal. You cannot tell me it was not planned. You cannot t- like you cannot tell me that this wasn't like he knew where to get away with that shit. He at. knew the after effects of it. What was and then was how I know is that okay? He kept ignoring. Never mind. I ain't he gonna kept, get, yeah. He kept ignoring the signs that said, "Hey, hey you should you probably not do this. this." And the crazy thing is that when my man's like, he tried it. This wasn't the first scam he tried. And by the end of the documentary, he you realized that they was and trying to re- reignite the scam with the same people he just ripped off. And it's just like somebody, one of the people in the documentary is like to the white kids, like that's Darwinism at its finest. Mm-hmm. My boy Ron, the comedian, was like, eh. like again, the white people, the white kids had the money to blow. That's 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 what we call in the business world a sunk cost. Right. You was going to spend that money wherever you got to see Blink One Two or not. Obviously, if you was there doing it that way, you know what I'm saying? Yeah, yeah. yeah, you had the money to blow yeah. anyway. But my heart, for real, my empathy and my concern, my real concern, goes out to the people of the, who, island. Of the island who got exploited, who never got paid, who are out their livelihood because of this rich white greedy ass white boy. Mm-hmm. And, and we're gonna end on good news because they did make a GoFundMe for the caterer. Mm-hmm. I think we go fund me last time I checked it reached a hundred and sixty three thousand mm-hmm. dollars. So like God willing she gets that money that was raised for her because you know GoFundMe cannot be a little yeah, shaky that- and shifty too. But you know what I'm saying the show because like they got scam scam because it, you know Billy made all of these promises as far as like the money and the economic value it was going to bring to the island and all of these different things and it got scammed. And the island had nowhere to go. It's not like they can go back to their normal life. That was their normal was life. Their normal life, yeah. And so, but shout out to those who raised the money for the caterer um, to kind of get back up on her feet. Mm-hmm. Because the caterer could have just, you know, try, said, hey, mass out. But she went to her savings to make sure her peoples were good. Yeah. And so, for that, I always believe in paying it for it. Like, and wh- whoever your religious deity is, made sure that she got. See, and not only, but see, if said, the GoFundMe is up to 100000 she only paid fifty, so not only did you get your money back, you, you got a tenfold. So that's up. what happens when you're a good person and you stick and you take care of your people. That's exactly what happens when you stick to who you are and your principles. Like you cannot fail. 
You cannot fail. If you stick to what's right and you yeah. do right by your people, you cannot fail. Principle for personality. Straight up. Gotta again, keep them first. Thank you. Uh, thank you, Mansa, for coming in. I say Mansa. I don't, I don't, I don't, Everybody get that. Yeah, I was like, I'm making, I want to make sure I... Put some respect on my man's name. You know nah, what I'm saying? an honor, though. You know what I'm saying? And, yeah. so, and again... Check out Matunda Juicery mm-hmm. um, whenever you get a chance. He's yep. gonna, you, all the info for that will be in the show description. We got, cool. we always going to make sure we look out for that. Cool. Again, we want to wrap up. Again, thank you all for listening. Um, this is C. Diddy, a.k.a. Kyrie Curving. Allie Nicole. And we are out. Shooting shots, why not? Tell me to thank you, one, two.